Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tonight, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor. We're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, tonight at 9, 8 central on CBS. Tonight, it's the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. I need at least a month to prepare for a debate, not six hours. Actually, it's four hours. <laughs> no, my watch is broken, too. With Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield, and guest star Wayne Brady. You gotta fund the schools or graduate fools. I stole all my lines. Look, don't worry, I got a plan. Okay, well, what is it? Okay, so I don't have a plan. A new episode of The Neighborhood. You're gonna have to give them a show. Tonight, 8, 7 central on CBS. Sports Radio FNZ, no bone today, man. But trying to get uh, trying to get bone back tomorrow under the weather, and uh, our man's gonna bounce back tomorrow, man. He is gonna bounce back tomorrow. It, it is Mac and Preps delivered by Bojangles right here on Sports Radio FNZ. Waiting on John Curry. He is the athletics director at Wake Forest. We will talk about Wake Athletics, but I think the real question is a lot of questions about what's going on right now with college football, you know, and. Uh, what they're up against and kind of where everything stands right now. Uh, it is, uh, it's getting really interesting. I ju- I'm just checking Twitter and I saw a couple of very interesting things. Uh, Big 10, six teams in the Big 10 reportedly trying to uh, schedule home and home series so they can play some college football this year, even though the conference has shut football down. We'll see where that goes. That's the latest in just complete Big 10 upheaval. And Dan Kane, uh, this is not going to shock anybody who's followed UNC, going after the heels for keeping football players on campus, but yet having the students off campus. That is uh, in the News and Observer today. So uh, we'll talk more about those things as the show continues. We've got Panthers to get into. The latest thing that was done, a, that, that, that was done on Matt Rule's watch that Panther fans think has something to do with Cam. We will tell you what that is next. So stay tuned for that in a little bit. But right now, we played the man's fight song. We told you he's coming up. Let's get so, let's uh, get some insight during times where we need it, man. We need to know what is going on. And the man to tell us is John Curry. He is the athletic director at Wake Forest. And he joins us here on the Mac Attack Sports Radio FNZ in Charlotte. John, thanks for coming on, man. I know you are busy and have way more important things to do than talk to us yahoos, man. So I appreciate it. How you doing? Mac, I'm doing awesome. I just drove on to the most beautiful college campus in America. <laughs> Our field hockey team's practicing in Kentner Stadium. Our football team right now is out on uh, the football practice field getting after it. We had a 1,000 students move into campus over the last couple of days. With more to come over the next couple of days, everything's going A-OK here in Winston-Salem. I like that attitude, man. I hope that can keep up. I really do hope that stuff can keep going as a sports fan. Um, what? A, all right, so we were, ta- we were talking – we talked about this earlier. Mac Brown yesterday said he was asked, you know, with the students being sent home, sent away from campus to do virtual learning, how does that affect his football program? Is it good or bad? 
And he said he actually thinks it will kind of help kind of seal off their bubble, for lack of a better term, right? How do you feel about that? Because there are other people coming out right now criticizing this. How can you not have the students there, but it's safe enough for the players? Like, do you feel, John, that if your students ever have to leave, like the football players can't go on? Like, how do you feel about that part of the dilemma some schools are facing? Well, given where we are today on, on August 18th or 19th, whatever today is, what I've seen happen is student-athletes who come back to campus and, and our university administrations and our student life offices and residence life and housing, dining services, have all worked really hard to make this happen. And from my perspective, our student-athletes have shown with their behavior and their personal responsibility and their commitment to following uh, COVID protocols, um, they've, earned the, they've earned the opportunity to be back on campus. It's not an entitlement. It's not a right to be able to go to college and have your college paid for and all that kind of stuff. Um, our student-athletes have earned uh, their opportunity with the way they've uh, handled themselves and managed themselves uh, this summer. Uh, as far as as far as where we're at right now, like it, it, obviously the ACC right now is all systems go, but it is ongoing, right? You know, it is, it's, it's an ongoing, you know, check with your medical experts. What do we know now? We're still learning about this. Is there going to be a point where there will be a final vote of presidents? Like, is something like that going to happen? What is, um, what is the process here moving forward towards the season? Well, my, my personal perspective is that we do just exactly that. We continue to move forward. Um, our presidents have been um, very much in touch and in step um, uh, together. Uh, ultimately, it will be their decision if we are to not play. But right now, we're all systems go moving forward. Uh, our student athletes are working very hard. Um, we, we're doing all the things behind the scenes to uh, to get ready to um, to, to have our events. Uh, a big shout out across America, you know, uh, athletic trainers. If you remember in high school, you know that one athletic trainer for a whole high school full of sports. Um, you know, college athletics. Fortunately, we have. Uh, you know, really world-class uh, care for student-athletes. And here at Wake Forest, um, this whole cadre of athletic trainers have worked, um, you know, seven days a week throughout the summer to take care of our student-athletes. They're not the highest-paid people in the world, uh, but they are among the most dedicated people in the world, and we're very grateful to all their hard work at really all of our institutions. Uh, no, no doubt. Uh, medical profession everywhere, man. We're seeing uh, folks step up and go above and beyond. I'm sure you're seeing it right there with the training staff. We're talking to John Curry. He is the Wake Forest AD. Uh, we will talk uh, some Wake athletics as well. But we this this situation is just, you know, it just it just inundates the whole world. And I know it's the fans have a lot of questions. How do you feel, John, about a spring season? I mean, I know right now that's probably. It, that, that that doesn't sound good, right? Because you guys are really hoping, hey, we can pull this off in the fall. Could you pull off a spring season, or are there too many obstacles? Like, if it, if it absolutely came to that. Well, I'm committed to the fall, and I'm also committed to doing what's best for our student-athletes. And, you know, in many respects, and Coach Glossin certainly articulated some of this last week, after all the time and energy and investment that our football student-athletes and other student-athletes as well have put into getting ready for this season – um, if you think about not playing this fall and then saying, hey, after a long semester of school, don't go home for a Christmas or for holiday break because you're going to be in training camp again uh, in January and I mean in, in December and January. So we can say that we might have a season again in the springtime. To me, that's disingenuous for our student athletes and um, it's not particularly fair to ask them to do that. The other aspect, even if you look at a sport like soccer at Wake Forest, where we're 
you know, we've been in six collegiate cups, including last year. Um, we have a number, I think we have seven, five or seven uh, MLS players playing right now, uh, including a couple off of last year's teams. You know, many of our soccer student athletes, um, you know, at the end of this semester, they're, they're on track to graduate. They're going to graduate in December, and, and uh, they're going to turn professional. So for those guys, they want to be together and play together and train together now. Uh, same thing in football. You know, we have, uh, I think we have 10 or 11 uh, fifth-year seniors. Uh, we have a bunch of uh, fourth-year players who will graduate. We have among the highest graduation rates in the country. We're the only school um, in FBS football to be in four straight bowl games and have a 90-plus uh, GSR and a 990 APR in America. Um, so, you know, it may be that those guys, you know, they're, they are students, and it may be they want to graduate in December and get on to the next phase of their life. So all of our energy right now is focused on making this fall work uh, for our student-athletes because that's what our student-athletes have told us they want. All right, there is, there is, uh, those are those are a lot of the answers. I think a lot of us kind of wanted to hear your perspective on the serious stuff. A couple answers I think that I'm at least going to have fun hearing your answers to. I'm just going to be honest with you. The first one is about, away, uh, okay, App State fans. We got a lot of Wake fans, but we got a lot of App State fans listening. I believe, John, I completely understand why you have pushed off the App game, uh, you know, by a year. App fans keep texting me saying Wake Forest is scared of me. I'm going to allow you to talk directly to the Wake fans and explain why this game is moved. I don't think it's fear, though. <laughs> no, it's not fear at all. We embrace the challenge. I mean, the, the, the atmosphere that we had when we went up to Boone in 2017, obviously I was not here at that time, but that was a, you know, a great college football atmosphere. Um, I'm convinced that if we had played our game on September um, uh, 10th or 11th, I think we're supposed to play on Friday night here this year. It would have been the, we would have broken our all-time attendance record in Winston-Salem. It would have been our all-time revenue record in Winston-Salem. Um, you know, we, and, and we've made a strong commitment to that long-term partnership with Appalachian uh, with our intent to add uh, two additional games. So I think it's the right thing for both schools. Um, and, uh, and I know that all of us would have liked to have played that game this year, but I'm looking forward to having that game with, you know, 40,000 people with. in the stands uh, as soon as we're able to play. And, you know, I've told Doug, uh, who's a longtime friend and colleague, that um, you know we're ready to adjust our schedules to get it done over the next couple of years. That's a key, man. Let's have fans at a game like that. That's a spectacle. You know, you play a game like that with fans there, as opposed to potentially, right, with zero fans. All right, last one I want to ask you: um, Steve Forbes, your new head basketball coach, is a character, man. I mean, I watched that original video with the mask and everything, and then I watched his presser. This is a guy that is, I mean, a piece of work, and I mean that in a good way, right? Like, he has energy, and and he's feisty and fiery. Is that part of what you wanted? Like, did you want a guy that's going to go in there and be a, be a fighter and, and be bold to take on, you know, the big-time rivals all around you? Like, that, you had to like that about him, right? Oh, absolutely. And certainly, though, um, we wanted a proven winner. And he's a proven winner. Uh, you walk into his office now. I, I was actually over there for the tail end of our, our practice yesterday. It's great to see the energy and enthusiasm of our student athletes. Uh, you know, to be candid, Mike, there's nothing that makes you feel better than I was walking to to the to uh, the pit uh, yesterday to get some lunch, and I was walking with one of our uh, returning players who talked about how excited he was and how positive everything is in, in the program. Uh, you know, but behind all that mask throwing and and uh, funny stories. <laughs> <laughs> and all that kind of stuff is a person who's devoted his, his life to education, um, who's been a, a devoted uh, family person who has incredible values, cares about people, 
uh, and cares about students. And uh, I know that he's going to be a great fit and going to be very successful at Wake Forest. Um, it's uh, it's uh, going to be exciting to see our, our team. Obviously, we got a long way to go to um, climb back up into the realm of where we should be, which is, you know, historically a championship caliber ACC program. All right, John. Appreciate it, man. Loved your perspective on it. Thanks so much for coming on. Best of luck to you keeping the sports going there at Wake and in the ACC. Thank you so much. Hey, wear, wear those masks. Thanks, Mac.